Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Ben. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 108 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Will. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, Marshall. How are you doing? Fine, buddy. Thanks for asking. You never asked me, so that's cool. Well, it's because I hate you. <sighs> anyway, we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. Uh, what are you drinking, buddy? Tonight, I am imbibing a Stella Artois. Yeah, it was on sale. I bought it. It's good. I, on the other hand, am drinking. Um, so I think I said a few weeks ago I've been working at my local pizza pub. Yes, you have. And uh, when I first started going there, I don't know, eleven or twelve years ago, uh, this is what they always had on tap. It was Hop Rod Watt Rye from uh, Bear Republic Brewing Company. It is a rye IPA. It is delicious, and it was also on sale, so I bought it. Hello, Dark Lord. Welcome to the chat room. Um, so, dude, are you stoked? We have some cool Star Wars news today. We do. We, we have almost no SWOTOR, by the way. But yeah, well, continue. there's very little news of any kind this week. It's a really <laughs> light week. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to jinx it, but it should be a fairly short episode. Yeah, we always say that, and then two hours later. Well, because you just yammer on like a, you know, gibbon. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will can be found at I am Will Griggs, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, you can find us there in your favorite pod catchers and such. Uh, like us and share us and tell your friends. We like friends. Friends like friends. I have friends. Friends are friends forever. Mm. Yeah, now you're singing. Uh, we do have the timestamps in the show notes if you want to skip past anything or jump around. Um, we have three sections of the show. If you are new to the show, we'll start with Sotor, go Star Wars, and then general pop culture. We have some cool stuff for later, too. We're excited. Jump around. Jump around. Jump up, jump up, and get down. Wow, that's a that's a tight pull, dude. Okay, so anyway, uh, Will singing aside... Um, here we are, dude. Uh, thanks to everybody who's in the chat room. We'll do our best to keep an eye on chat. Please contribute. We love when people do that. Um, but yeah, I don't think any other housekeeping stuff. We're just going to pop yeah, through. Pretty much it. Let's I'm glad to be back on schedule. I feel like we just recorded because we kind of did. We did. But we got to get back on track. We do. So uh, before uh, housekeeping, I think you should check the volume on your Windows Media Player. Why? Oh, yeah. Um, the bumpers are really low. Hold on. Oh, it is super low. That's why. I told you. You're going to be berating me the whole time? You never listen to me. Okay, here we go. Bumper time. Time for Swotor. Let's do it. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Sweet. All right, man. So... We don't have a whole lot of SOTOR. Um, it's been pretty quiet. We are leading up to, uh, what, next, not next Tuesday, the Tuesday after. Um, or is it the 22nd? When's the game update 2.4? I think or, it's the 22nd. Did I say 2.4? I meant 5.4. Um, so anyway, uh, we're leading up to that. Um, so it's been pretty quiet. Uh, but I want to highlight, uh, Curling Run Radio, our friends over there, JT and Mox, their last episode 191. Um, they had a pretty cool poll. 
um, that went out about what you want uh, beyond 5.4, um, mm. whether it be, and I'll pull it up in a minute. I, I decided to steal that from them and make it a discussion <laughs> for us. <laughs> Only because, I mean, I contributed to the poll and I, and I listened to the show, um, and definitely listen to that. They had some cool announcements at, uh, towards the end of their show. So if you listen to those guys or if you haven't listened to the last episode, definitely check them out. They're awesome dudes, guildies and such. Um, and so anyway, bottom line is, um, we're going to kind of bite off of their poll and just see what, see what, see where the conversation goes. It won't take too long, but it, it'll be something. Um, speaking of community. Uh, the community cantina at New York Comic Con has been announced. Very cool. Um, and it, it's, it's been announced already, but, um. But I'm I, sure now they have a time and date. And place. Yeah, I don't know. It says the, the first article came out in, on the third of this month and maybe I just missed it, but either way, it's coming up in uh, October 6th. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we've talked about this, but anyway, uh, seven to 10 and that is going to be in New York at, uh, 247 West 37th Street. So anyway, space limited, uh, definitely check it out. Um, I think the reason this came to my attention, I think they tweeted about it today. Um, excuse me. So like I said, I don't know if they solidified the time or not, but either way, it's all good. Definitely, uh, worth highlighting either way. Cause it is a community deal. Um, I know Jedi Zen is going, um, cool. and, uh, because he'll be going to New York comic con. So hopefully maybe we can have him on the show after that to, to chat with us. That'd be great. Yeah. I really and, want to go to comic con in New York. I just want to go to New York. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, actually that's a, there's people, uh, throwing stuff in the chat, chat already. Definitely. If you want to contribute to our discussion, that's going to happen in a second. Um, what do you want to see in 5.4 and beyond? And we'll pretend that Carillion Run Radio didn't already talk about this and, and put a poll up. But, um, who? I, mean, I don't know. There's this podcast, longest running Sotor podcast right now. Doesn't ring a bell. Never heard of it. Okay. Mox, JT, nothing. Nothing. Mm, no, I, those guys sound familiar, but. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> oh, they're going to be mad. It's going to be great. Okay. So did you do anything in game this week, buddy? You know, it's the first week of school. Oh, and so I really did not get a chance. And plus I'm having, okay. Those of you who are in our guild mm-hmm. ops Twitter group saw the screen capture that I showed of my speed test at home. Oh God. Yeah. And I was, it was, I was basically ashamed. Brutal. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Really. Yeah, so I really, I yeah, it's not even fast enough for me to play the game right now. I know. Uh, I'm really sorry about that, buddy. But um, this place can be a place that you can do it. Yeah, it's pretty fast. So, so is work. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, I just don't have a hard drive big enough at work to have the client on. Indeed. Yeah, it's a big game. All right, so um, what else? Did I do anything in game? I haven't done anything since WOG, to be honest with you. Um, I've logged in a couple times. I was trying to clean out my inventory and a couple other things, um, but really... Like you said, uh, first week of school, I got students a couple days ago. So, I mean, it's just uh, back to the grindstone trying to find time for everything right now. Um, but, uh, I am looking forward to walk tomorrow night. Um, so I'm going to stay with my Fridays. It's okay. I'm all right with that. Sounds good. In the dev tracker, really all that's really new since we recorded on Sunday is, uh, they revealed what the changes will be for concealment operative scrapper scoundrel and carnage marauder combat sentinel. Um, we're not going to dive into it. It's just, it seems like minor tweaks, uh, for DPS and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, if you're into class changes, check it out. Um, you probably already know if you are. So here we are. Right. Right. So let's take a look at, um, the thing that another podcast may or may not have actually posted before. So I, (laughs) I actually always try to participate in their polls and what they do. Um, what I like about Carillion on radio, and I know we're kind of, um, 
Oh, I'll keep it PC. Um, but, um, I know we're kind of tooting their horn right now and they're, they're great guys and they're maintaining, like I said, the longest running Swilter podcast. So they're, it's worth tooting their horn about, but they, they put these polls up and then when they record, they use that as a, as a launch pad right, for yeah. their discussion, Makes which sense. is pretty cool. So what is the next area you hope the roadmap takes Swotor? It was the question, right? The first was new story adventure, new, uh, a new PVP war zone, new daily area planet, and a new uprising, uh, slash fast point, flash point. So, um, obviously new story adventure, uh, was 57%, um, and that won out. And the next was a PVP war zone. But, um, are you surprised by that? No, not at all. <laughs> Why? Because it's Star Wars and it's all about story. And we have so, and we're going to talk so much about this in a minute when we get to Star Wars section, but, um, we love our story and that's one of the reasons why we play Spotor is, yeah, is the for the story. Reason. The main reason, I mean, that's how we got into it. That's how it was sold to us, right? Yes. Um, and so that makes sense that that's one out. But what I want to do is kind of go away from that for a second and just kind of ask you there, buddy boy. Um, what do you want? Um, if you want story, where do you want the story to go? And outside of story, what do you want to happen? Um, I'm okay with what they've been, you know, I'm not as, extreme as some people it's like i want class specific stories and also no i'm cool with the i mean i i really have never liked the name the outlander but i i like that it's a, a single story that you can pick which ways you want to go which i'm totally mm. fine with but i want there to be something new mm. right i mean so far it's been revan mm. it's been the emperor it's been the emperor's son it's been the emperor's daughter and a version of the emperor exactly <laughs> let's go to something else right um yeah i mean i, I mean hell i would love it if it was like porgs biting my ankles yeah that's fine i mean they seem like they probably have teeth i know right I mean, most rodent looking creatures have teeth right yeah gross teeth gross teeth like the gnaw kind i know like the ones that chew through your walls anyway let's move on so um the point is is um i don't know man i i'm a little torn by this i would like i would like more story and i'm with you that um that i wish that that i want it to be new i would like another class though Honestly, and I'm on, I'm on the, um, and I, I don't know who was talking about this. There was a show talking about this, but, um, EverQuest 2 did this back in the day. Um, I know, uh, WoW has done it where, and there's been talk about this already, but where they have a class, um, a, I guess prestige class is the way to do it, where they don't have the zero to 50 story. Right. But they have, um, the other story, right? And where you start at a higher level and stuff like that. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, I don't, I really don't know what I would want. I personally, I just, I would like more operations too, only okay. because, only because I've been mostly, that's all I've been doing. Right. Um, I'd like them to finish this operation pretty quick and announce another one and get another one in the works. Um, I don't know. I, I just, as far as beyond 5.4, um, I like things to be all legacy. Like maybe even account wide, like yeah. we talked about last week. Um, but that's more quality of life kind of stuff. But some people in the chat, um, more about ranked PVP. Yeah. And we talked about this last week that they just now announced the, the, they yeah. just need to get their, get their itch together with ranked PVP because I mean, I don't even PVP at all. Um, so it doesn't bother me, but I just, I hate for the people that do play it. It's like they've been playing it now for what, like four weeks right. and they are just now announcing the awards. But I think the other issue too is um, Warlock's bringing up solo rank is so toxic and stale um, and there's a lot of mercs. So uh, basically it's filled with the the flavor of the week, right? 
or the previous flavor of the month or whatever it is. And also, um, PvP can be toxic and it's hard, especially in solo ranked. You don't have a, you're not bringing your squad. No. So you, you're stuck with trying to deal with people that may not be on your same level or intensity or whatever. And then there are people that get mad at you. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I have a hard time with PvP anyway, but to be honest with you, um, I don't know if there's any real solution to that, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think there is because I mean, it's, Outside of making the queues pop more often, which goes back to what we were talking about last week with server merge and stuff like that. Well, yeah, but I I think the biggest thing about that is is it all it boils down to what we've been what what I've been saying for a couple of years is that PvP players are a very vocal minority. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it shows with the and ops players, same thing. Right, but just as it shows with that poll, the majority of people want more story, right? right? But you know, no matter how vocal they are, they're still. I mean, that's why you're getting. You know, we Q pops because there's just not enough people playing that content. Right. And you also, and I'm sorry, but by being angry about it, <laughs> it's not going to get more people wanting to play the content. Well, I mean, I, that's why I don't play it. There was a, there was a stint there where I really enjoyed PVP and I, I liked low PV, PVP. And then when my tune got up high enough, I was like, Oh, I'll do level 70. And uh, people start yelling at me. Some guy yeah, got no, mad at like, me about something. I was like, oh, I don't need this, dude. It's too strong. No, I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> all my characters are level 70, but I, right. you know, I'm a PVP on a level of like a level 25 right. just because, I mean, I just don't play well, it. But I mean, so, you know, like what we did with, with WOG, it's like it welcomed people into ops play. Right. There is no sort of concept like that in PVP. Well, and that's why. Guilds are important. I know Redna leads the whip group, which is basically the WOG equivalent of PvP, which I like that idea. You get your eight friends together and you queue up together and you play. And you yeah. don't have to worry about people on your team being mad at you, just like we do uh, with our ops. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a lobby ops group. And that's, and exactly. that's just the way it's going to be. So I don't know. Um, pie in the sky kind of stuff. I would still really like to see a combination of space and PvE. Um, I would love to be like, you know, whether it be GSF kind of thing or people on a ship doing a thing and have to fly that somewhere or like you see in all the movies, there's different levels of stuff going on. So you have people yeah. on the ground doing things. You have people in the, in the, in the atmosphere doing things. You have people in the, you know, uh, in the battleships doing things. Right. And it'd be nice to kind of m- find a way to kind of make that happen kind of at the same time. And I don't want it to be PVP. I want it to be PVE. I want it to be like, okay, you have form your crew for the cruiser, form your crew for the, um, the fighters in the atmosphere and, and, and your ground crew and everybody has objectives and it's kind of like an op, but, um, but PV, PVE split kind of thing, you know, more than just like, you get to an instance and okay, one group goes over here, one group goes over here and you go to a different thing. Right. I want it to be like, okay, some people are flying fighters. Some people are uh, battling on a cruiser or, okay, or, gotcha, or, gotcha. or on turrets on a cruiser. And then some people are on the ground fighting ground troops to an objective and one has to happen for the next one to happen. So basically that, you want a real time PVE conquest. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that'd be cool. I don't oh, know. No, absolutely. That's just kind of one of those things. I, I, I just kind of want, it is Star Wars and it's more than just, okay, we're in this one place, all of us together. It's like, you know, when Luke was fighting the Emperor, what else was going on? Right. There was, you know, the people on Indoor. There are yes. the, there's the people that are assaulting the, um, the uh, Death Star. You have yep. a lot of stuff going on. So I just think that'd be kind of cool. But yeah, no, that, that is definitely kind of cool. Um, 
uh, yeah, it's like I mean, I'm, the the one that's like jumping out of my mind is uh, I think it's Novarcos. Is that the one where it has the three turrets yeah. you've got to um, control? Yeah. Okay. Imagine if you're like you're doing that and you had a ground forces, but you also had a you know a pilot f- uh, crew, right? And like you could either choose to like try to take a turret, or you could choose to destroy a turret. Okay. And if you destroy the turret, then it's you know you have to get. Are you talking PvP or PvE? Like an uh, well, that would be PvP. Yeah, okay. But you can also make it PvE. Well, I like the PvP version of it too. People have proposed it too. Like you know, you have GSF GSF going on with, excuse me, like an objective based kind of thing, right. like we already have. But I'd like to see a PvE, to be honest with you, where it's kind of like you know you just split up the group and maybe the groups are bigger. I don't know, be something kind of cool. Anyway, um, enough pie in the sky. Anything else you want to see uh, beyond five point four, dude? We we get some cool stuff coming. Um, no, I'm I'm excited for for five point four, and just I'm hoping I can fit it into my work schedule. Indeed. All right. So, oh man, we just got to get to this stuff. I'm I'm super stoked about this. Okay, let's get to Star Wars General Star Wars. I was raised to do one thing. I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. All right. So, <laughs> so let's 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 start with the easy stuff. Okay. Uh, I just saw this today. It's a little bit, little fluff piece, but there was a nice little line in this, um, that I thought was interesting. Um, the title of it is, um, uh, George Lucas still offers advice on the Star Wars films. And obviously he really doesn't, but EW asked if Lucas stays involved. And, uh, Kathleen Kennedy said, well, not really, while noting, but he'll whisper in my ear every now and then. Usually it's something specific or important to him about Jedi training, things like that. Yeah, which makes total sense, Does. especially now that they're kind of leaning towards the wills, and he's really the only one that's had it in his brain for 40 years. Indeed. So, I mean, I think that's kind of cool that he's kind of lingering about, but obviously he's enjoying being more of a fan now as the article goes on to talk about exactly. it. So, um, but, you know, it's, it's still in a, you know, for lack of a better way of saying it, it's still his baby. You it know? is, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of that, uh, it's, it was a Saturday Night Live skit because, you know, uh, Oh, uh, Bobby Moynihan plays George Lucas whenever they do right. it, and like it shows like a them you know on set for one of the new movies, and off in the wings is George Lucas, and he's like, uh, "You guys want my advice? You, you want? <laughs> no, no, you have, is there a Diet Coke around here for me to drink?" <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so the big news we're just gonna say just it right dropped now. today. Just dropped today. We thought we'd have almost nothing to talk about Star Wars wise. Uh, last week was pretty good. We talked about the EW stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty neat. Um, but as of today, the next standalone anthology film is going to be in 2020 and it's going to be Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. The one that we all wanted. The one that we've been all talking about and a lot of us and we're not the only ones, you know, harping on this. No. I mean, this is really what a lot of people have wanted. Um, obviously, and we have a picture up, obviously, on the side if, if you're looking at the at the deal here. But um, it's been confirmed um, that uh, and it, and even the article says the fans are wishing for it. Lucasfilm teasing it, 
and Star Wars prequels star Ian McGregor constantly reaffirming his commitment to reprising his role as young Obi-Wan. There's no official confirmation of McGregor returning yet, but safe to say um, it's something they expect. Um, well, especially if they don't, I mean, it, it can't be an origin like young Han Solo. No, right? it's no. got to be his time on Tatooine. And I, it's got to be the book. Honestly, dude, I hope it's a version of that book. Right. But even if it's not, um, I think they need to focus. They can still use on you. That time period. Yeah, they can still use, and we've been saying this forever. They can still use you and McGregor and they need to, right? Yes. Um, it's his time protecting Luke. What he does, I mean, there's a huge chunk of, there's decades that goes by. Oh, yeah. Where he's there and he needs to figure out, we need to know what's going on there. And I think that's a perfect story to tell. You Especially can go if anywhere. Especially ties into that Ray's granddaughter. Oh, 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 shoot. Maybe that's why they're doing it. Um, but anyway, um, I'm pretty excited about it. And it says, in fact, when Lucasfilm was first acquired by Disney, we we're all trying to imagine what kind of spinoff films we could have. Um, and most of us were, um, pretty onto this. And it says, um, where am I going to go with this? Where's the last thing? Oh, it does talk about, um, Obi-Wan showing up in, um, in Rebels, which is obviously, right, yeah, um, it was awesome, which is obviously important and pretty Especially cool. Especially with the standoff with Ian Maul. Yeah. Oh, 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 that's just, just so, so awesome. Um, and Billy Elliot and the hours director, this is what I was trying to find. Stephen Daldry is in reportedly in uh, talks to direct. He's a really good director, and I think he would he would be able to do it very well. You think so? Well, because uh, the, any Kenobi book is going to be all about character, mm. and his movies are all about character. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Uh, do, should we speculate a little bit? Is it? Do you think it's just going to be on Tatooine? What are the stories they're going to weave in? Well, I think for any, all the time, are there any old or new characters they're going to bring in? I mean, well, I think it would be awesome if they actually brought in Maul. Um, they've already made that connection in Rebels. Right. Even if you don't actually have a, a connection between the two, mm. you could tie it in with Rebels where they're just on different paths. Right. Uh, easily you can pull in Rebels. You could. Yeah. That'd be a, that'd be a neat. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Live action Rebels. They bring in live action, uh, um, cast from Rebels. That would be, that would that, be really cool. That would be really, uh, neat. you know, maybe to find that there's a Bendu on that planet mm-hmm. that we never knew about. Um, maybe, I like those ideas. Maybe the fact that that Kenobi gets busy with the uh, sand, you know, people. I I actually, and thinking right now about episode one, um, and that face off with Maul, it would be really cool. You don't you don't want to tell a Maul story, but no. you it would be neat. But it can be tangential to kind of have that going on in the same time as the Obi Wan story and have that kind of leading towards what happens in Rebels would be yes. kind of cool. I like that idea. Um, um, also, you could tie it into what was eventually revealed in the comic books, which is the fact that um, maybe the Stormtroopers didn't kill Owen and Baru. It was possibly Boba Fett. Oh, right, right. Boba and Fett, the yeah. fact that Boba Fett went and got um, Kenobi's journal, which is canon now, so it could be him... You know, that's how you can get some exposition out of the way is him writing in that journal. True, true. Um, yeah, it would be neat to kind of see the, some of the connections from the comics kind of make their way onto the big screen only because I know some people are not super happy with the fact that Luke and Vader met before they, right. you know, in the comics and stuff like that. Obviously, spoilers, but the comics have been out for a while. Um, but if they could start making some of those connections, it, 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 that would be kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I'm really excited. 
I mean, you obviously have to put in uh, the huts at some point, mm-hmm. and it's got to be more than just drop us in charge. I mean, really delve into what they really didn't do in Phantom Menace, which was really show how um, the the hut gang system has control. Yeah, how they dominate the planet. Yeah, and how everybody is at their at their whim, basically, right? Exactly. Um, and I like I like that idea. I like bringing the huts. I like I want really want them to bring in. One of my favorite parts of that Kenobi novel, um, Kenobi novel was the sand people aspect of yeah. it. Was the fact that you get a perspective of the sand people. And not only that, you know why that they are the way they are. And it's a really cool, is it John Jackson Miller, correct? Um, it's a really, if you haven't read that novel, definitely check it out. Um, especially before this movie comes out because it would really give you some cool ideas to, um, to where this can go. But, um, he did a really good job of making the sand people humanizing the sand right. people, but at the same time making them crucial to where Kenobi is in his life when we meet him in a new right. hope, which is cool. And in honestly, the easiest crossover they can do because the storylines, the time frames do overlap is bringing Han. Mm-hmm. Han has connection to, to, to Jabba. And it actually would make sense, right? They do the Han Solo movie. It would make sense. If Han, the young Han, because right? the young Han ends comes up, through. Well, because mm-hmm. the young Han ends up on Tatooine mm-hmm. at the start of A New Hope. So the fact if they had known each other before, it wouldn't be a big deal anyway, right? Right. I like that, dude. Well, I mean, well, it doesn't seem like they know each other when they meet in A New Hope. True. But you can have him be on the planet. That's and true. Just, and just missing yeah. connection. Um, there's a lot of ways they can go about this. I've only just began, just begun to wrap my mind around this a little bit. Um, We've been speculating for so long, um, and the fact that they're actually going to do it just makes me so happy. Like, I feel like I'm missing a key element of this. I think the major thing they have to focus on is keeping Luke safe and yes. what he has to do in order to do that. And that, and that Kenobi novel does a really good job of that. Um, so that obviously has to be at the center point of it. Um, but also, I think what also needs to be going on is, and what we haven't gotten yet in the movies, is what is going on in the universe? What's going on in the galaxy? Right. In the time when Luke is growing up. Yes. And that's the stuff, that's the stuff that we need to fill in the gaps on. And yeah, I would we love need to, to get we that. need, I mean, for lack of a better term, we need some of the political backstory. We do. And uh, never thought you'd ask for that, right? I know, right? <laughs> I want more of the politics of what's yeah, going I mean, on in the galaxy. The, we don't need the trade federation. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but. I mean, this is also taking, I mean, the end. We're talking the Republic and the, and the Empire. This is all, I mean, this, the Han Solo movie and Rogue One are all kind of concurrent. I mean, they're they're not exactly the same time frame, but they're all overlapping. Yeah. And we need to know what's going on there. And I think that's, um, it's a perfect time to do it, uh, uh, with this movie. And honestly, kind of what they're doing with, um, introducing older characters in the, the new movies, like, the way at the end of Rogue One, we got Vader and that, and it, and it tied into a very specific iconic scene, right. right? What if the end of the Kenobi movie was when Luke shows up with R2D2 and C3PO? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of time to cover. There's a lot of places that can go, but it would be pretty cool. To end that movie as he's walking up and does the crate dragon sound to save yes. to save Luke, that'd be badass. I that, think that'd be or sick. can you imagine the visual of? And this might be a little bit too cheesy, 
but you know the 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 visual when Luke is uh, with his foot up on the wall and he's looking at the the dual sun. What if you see that, but from like a couple kilometers back, and Kenobi's watching him at that scene? Oh, that'd be cool. <sighs> There's a lot. Oh man, I'm I'm still thinking about this stuff. So, uh, any other things you want to see, time frame wise? Um, do we need to see? Um, you know what's going on with you know Tarkin or anybody else at the time or Vader or anything else or is it just uh, is is do you think the Kenobi movie is going to bring in because remember in episode four what ends up happening is he meets up with Vader is this going to be are we going to see the two stories paralleling and all I mean that would be interesting too outside of Maul well, could we also parallel. have Vader going yeah on. it could be parallel but um I think you could do exactly what Rogue One did you mm-hmm. introduce a new villain that is the majority of the screen time, which yep. was, you know, Orson Krennic, but you're going to t- tangentially bring in Tarkin and Vader. You right. Know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, man. Um, oh, I like that. Somebody, uh, in the chat, I want them to show Kenobi building slash repairing his lightsaber. Also, he's going to be the one in possession of Vader's lightsaber yep. this whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many things, so many ways they can go with it. Um, I wish we could just talk about this all night. Um, but sadly, we're going to have to move on. Um, anything else you're thinking of before we go past this? No, Anybody else good. in the chat? Throw something out there before we get rolling here. Um, all right. So as else as far as Star Wars, um, I just put this in here as far as Star Wars books goes. Uh, new Phasma novel. The posters um, are interested introducing three new characters which is pretty cool. i saw this as well so if you go to my pinterest page and you will see the posters already on the, the star wars board and that's awesome and so um the characters they say who the characters are uh, i did not want to read that much i just like the posters so i posted them but yeah I it looks like one is in red armor standing in front of the resistance logo yeah maybe a praetorian guard um there's another one sitting on a with a big staff and green that looks pretty cool and uh, a black chick with short hair with a Republic logo behind her. So that's pretty cool, too. Um, yeah, I don't want to dive too much into this. I really, I'm really, i really interested in this novel, though, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, Especially since we only got like five minutes of Phasma in the first movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you want to watch this still, or you want to skip this? No, let's watch it. Okay. Okay, this is a, a little video that Laura Dern, who really hasn't actually been out there doing a lot of press for this movie yet, for The Last Jedi... She she's out here and uh, she does a video debunking fake spoilers for The Last Jedi. So I find this funny and I haven't watched this yet, but I, I do want to see it. Oh, that's adorable. I thought it was funny. No, it's good. Um, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I, there's just so much out there that people are just, you know, trying to figure out. I just think it's funny. Uh, so what else we got here? Oh, so if you guys remember back in the day, they had the Star Wars, the role-playing game. You know, basically a Star Wars version of um, Dungeons & Dragons type role-playing. Right. They're re-releasing it and reviving it. Nice. Uh, that was my consideration when we were going to start our group. Um, there was enough Star Wars fans in our D&D group to warrant the consideration of it. But I was more familiar with, D- with fantasy and D&D, so I was like, all right, I'm going to stay with that. But um, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to get a Star Wars game going. It would be fun. If we can get some people. It'd be fun. Um, I don't know. I, I know some people that play them, and I just think uh, uh, that'd be a lot of fun. That would so. be a lot of fun. Uh, all right, man. So we are getting out of Star Wars, and we're getting into our last section. And this is going to go super quick because we don't have a whole lot here. No, very little. Um, But 
some drama a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So let's uh let's get to our last bumper and roll out, as they say. That's what the kids say. Well that's what Optimus Prime says. Optimus Prime? Transformers, seriously? Roll out. <laughs> I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. All right. So what do we got? Um, I'm going to skip this first one here because I want to reference it to Deadpool later. So okay. Sounds good. Come down. So basically, the first thing we have is Daniel Craig came out this week and announced that, yes, he will be returning to the role of 007. This blew my mind. Homeboy was talking so much smack. He's like, I'm done. You know they had to have backed up a Brinks truck. Oh, they gave him so much money. And I just hope that, like, it's not obvious that he doesn't want to be there <laughs> when the movie comes out. No, and we already talked I about I like his bond though too. Yeah, and we already talked about that uh Denis Veneuve is is one of the people being considered, but he's gonna be busy with Sicario two and a right. couple other projects, so I don't know. We'll we'll see what's going on. But the totally. the, the big tragic news this week, do you yeah. wanna talk about it? Yeah, so well, obviously Deadpool two is in, in uh production right now. And well, this happened yesterday. Happened I think. on Monday. Monday. Um, Monday, a stunt woman, uh, died, uh, filming a scene in Deadpool 2. Yeah, she was a, a world-class motorcycle rider, and she was doing a motorcycle stunt, um, going down a street, and, um, you know, she's done this type of stunt a, a million times, um, but just somehow the tires went out from under her. She wasn't wearing a helmet because it was called for that way in the scene, um, which a lot of people are angry about, but we'll get to why it, I mean, that's why they're stunt people, and we'll get to that in a minute. Right. But basically what happened is the tires went out from under her. She went flying through a plate glass window. Yeah. And oh, she passed man. away. Um, they they uh, shut down production for a few days, and Ryan Reynolds came out with a really really nice statement. Yeah. Um, but they started up production again. Yeah, and I also put a um, uh, link in the show notes to Fox also in- issued a statement as well. Basically, typical stuff, but we were saddened by the accident that occurred on the set of Deadpool 2 this morning. Uh, hearts and prayers go out with the family and that kind of thing. So, um, so I have a link in the show notes to that. Um, yeah, man. I mean, this kind of stuff, thankfully, thankfully it happens rarely. Right. Um, but at the same time, I mean, these people, the stunt people are why we have these blockbusters is because they're willing to put their lives and, and safety on the line for exactly, the stunts of the film. Yeah. Cause as we saw with what happened this week with mission Impossible six, mm. One of the few, uh, one, well, one of the stars that actually is eager to do his own sense is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. And this is really shown in, uh, when they did Rogue Nation, MI, MI5. Right. Um, the scene where he's hanging onto the plane at the very beginning of the movie was real. Yeah, that's that's him. crazy. He was in a harness and he was literally, the plane took off and he was hanging off the, the outside of the plane. That's insane. Um, that's the type of thing he did. Well, this week he was shooting a scene for MI6, which also has Henry Cavill in it. Yeah. And he was jumping between buildings and evidently he missed his jump and his body just slammed into the wall. And, uh, what it looks like is he severely tweaked his ankle. Okay. Um, so it looks like, uh, MI6 production is getting shut down for six weeks. Okay. Um, which is really weird because, um, you know, they're doing, uh, the reshoots for justice league right now. And so the big thing was Henry Cavill with Cavill had a mustache mustache thing thing going on. We never talked about that. I no, mean. but maybe this opens it up that he can actually shave the mustache for the rest of the pickups because yeah. he can grow that back in six. I weeks. feel like they maybe maybe have already filmed him, but um, what we're talking about is uh, oh, somebody says he attempted 
the jump like five times. Oh, yeah, it's. I mean, he does. Tom Cruise really does like to try to do his own stunts. Yeah, and no, always has. He's getting older though. I mean, he purposely he learned how to drive a mo- motorcycle for Top Gun, so he right. could be the one riding the motorcycle in those scenes. Right, right. Um, I find this really uh interesting with um with the Henry Cavill thing, and that's something we didn't talk about on this show. Right. We well, we weren't recording when this happened, but. With the reshoots with Justice League, and we'll just kind of jump around a little bit since this is all kind of connected a little bit. Um, I guess they called him back for reshoots, um, but he had to keep the mustache for his part in MI6, I guess. And it was contractually obligated. Yeah, and so I guess they paid some odd million dollars to uh, digitally 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 remove his mustache. So when you see Justice League, I want everybody to be thinking about the mustache that they had to edit out. Right. That's funny. Um, but anyway, that aside, I mean, we're obviously we're making light of something that's, that's not, no, it's tragic, but but this, I mean, and this, this goes back. I mean, remember we lost a couple of people in a uh, helicopter crash when the filming of Twilight Zone, the movie back in the eighties. Right. That's how we lost, uh, um, uh, Jason Lee in the crow. I, I was just thinking about that earlier when we, when you were, when you were talking about this. Um, I remember being super bummed about that and that was kind of my first, I think real, yeah, I guess real feeling about uh, an actor because I love The Crow. I love that movie. Yes. Um, and, uh, when I found out that happened, I was like, oh my God, like that actually. Yeah. And I mean, and this all got to me. kind of ties in that actors and actresses are kind of, I mean, they, they love attention, obviously, in a lot of aspects, but, um, a lot of them are also adrenaline junkies. Yeah. I mean, it shows because. Clearly, Tom Cruise is. Yeah. Well, going back to Tom Cruise, when he filmed Days of Thunder, he got mm-hmm. bitten by the, the car racing bug. Mm hmm. And I believe he still holds the record for the fastest track attained speed by a civilian. Really? Yeah. And um, oh, but you crazy. have to remember that um, Jason Priestley from Nine Hundred Two and O. Yeah. Went on to actually race in the track circuit, and he crashed and broke his back. Oh, really? And he was out for a couple of years recuperating from a broken back. But now he's in Riverdale, so. Right. Was Jason Priestley? Pri- no, that's Luke Perry. Oh, Luke Perry. Damn. You said Nine Hundred Two and O. I mean, yeah. Luke Perry. And I was sad. I was talking about Riverdale with the students earlier. That sounds um, good. But, but yeah, so, I mean, um, y- I mean, it, it kind of, they, it, you get drawn into it. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's very tragic, but, you know, it does happen. Yeah. Well, um, and that's, I mean, and I, and I hate to say, and this is small consolation to the stunt woman's family, hmm. but that's what they get paid for. They get paid sure. to put their lives on the line for the ability of entertaining us. Yeah. And I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's just so sad. Okay. So the last couple of things, um, that I want to talk about is Marvel related. And yes, really, if you were here for our, uh, trailer time show for our patrons in the beginning here, we watched the, uh, Defenders trailer. Uh, the, the final latest Defenders one. trailer because it comes out tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. And by the time you listen to this, hopefully you've already watched all of it because I know I will probably have most of it watched by the time we record next. Well, I'm hoping. How I, many episodes are we talking? 10? I don't 13? know. 13? I, th- I, I know the, all the rest of them were 13. I they think. were 13. Okay. So I still have 10 more episodes of Luke Cage to watch and then I've got Iron Fist to watch and then I'm going to watch Defenders. Sounds good. Um, yeah, it, we're gonna, it's gonna take us a couple weeks probably to get through Defenders, cause, uh, we are almost done with, what are we watching right now? We need to catch up on Orphan Black. We also are watching, um, we're almost done with Orange is the New Black. Um, I'm too seasons behind season. on Orange is the yeah. New Black. This latest season I like better than the one before the last one. Was well, this so whole, dark. This, this whole last season takes place over the course of what, three days? Yeah, it's a riot. It's right. awesome. Uh, but the, the, last, the season before that was dark. It the was last episode I saw was when they were all running into the water and they were building bunk beds. Yeah. 
And so the season in between that, I think, is what you're missing. Yeah. Because then it gets gets kind of gnarly. Um, okay, so back to Marvel. Uh, Daredevil 3 is going to begin um, filming, filming in, October. in October, which yeah. is awesome. And I'm really excited. That's season 3, not Daredevil right. 3. Daredevil but, season yeah, 3. Yeah, season 3, um, which I'm super excited about. I love the first two seasons. They're brilliant. And Jessica Jones, season 2, um, I saw this which yesterday. Which is already in today, production. Which is already in production. Um, somebody was on the set. Mr. David Tennant. <laughs> and you don't know, is this flashback? Is it whatever? Yeah. Because it's... I'm thinking it's going to be... My thought is going to be uh, sort of a PTSD kind of like inner head yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Hallucinations. just Or he somehow survived and is messing with her again. I don't know. I'm, I love David Tennant in that role. I still don't know why the wife stopped watching. I'm trying to get her to watch it again right. with me, um, but it is well, so also, good. Also, uh, from what I understand is uh, um, yeah, Hellcat is supposed yeah. to go full Hellcat in this season. Nice. Can't wait for that. Um, and already, and I saw a couple other tweets and stuff come out about um, uh, Defenders. People have already seen it. Uh, and they're, it's certified fresh, which is cool. Right, which means all the critics are like, mm-hmm. And somebody put out it. They said, you know, four out of four and whatever scale they're rating it. So, right. um, I think regardless of what you think, thought of Iron Fist, um, if you're a fan of the comics, I know I've seen Iron Fist and, uh, Luke Cage enough in the Deadpool comics to know there's, uh, a really cool connection between those two characters. I can't wait to see how that develops. Um, and I, and I, I'm more intrigued to see how all four of them end up together. What happens when Jessica Jones sees Luke Cage again? Um, and how is she going to feel? Um, when obviously she, he has a connection with, uh, with, with, Claire. with Claire. And so, uh, I think it's just going to be another, another cool thing is it's going to um, be a lot of freaking fun. Yeah. It's going to be a <laughs> lot of fun. Um, but also dark. Yes. Um, but you also have to remember that, um, Misty Knight mm-hmm. from Luke Cage and also, the ninja girl from I can't remember her name from Iron Fist. Uh, not Electra. Um, ooh, her name. Not Connie. It's this Connie. Is it Connie? Thanks, Connie. Okay. Well, anyways, those two they actually form up to do a team, and they're called the Daughters of the Dragon. Oh, sick! Nice. So maybe they. I mean, it's probably not touched it on Connie? here. I think it's Connie. But they probably you know they meet most likely, and so right. they, they could do that for Defenders too. Nice. Or for Iron Fist 2 or Luke Cage 2 or whatever. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, I really like, I just love these shows. And I know obviously it was a mixed bag with Iron Fist reviews, but the other three shows pretty much got fairly positive ratings. Yeah. And actually, you know, I don't know if you remember, but we saw Mark Bernardin on Fat Man on Batman a few weeks ago. Barely remember. Oh, Moth's coming in. And Go he ahead. talked about how he saw, I think the first three or four episodes of Dare, of the Defenders. Yeah. And he said, Three quarters of it is fantastic. It's the Iron Fist stuff he couldn't get behind. Yeah. But everything I'm seeing, because I haven't watched Iron Fist yet, but everything I see, it looks entertaining. I honestly, I liked Iron Fist. I didn't have a problem. But you like the cheesy I do. Stuff. And see, that's the thing. And I like, you know, over the top fight scenes. And I like, you know, and it's just, you know, it's typical. It's, it's very Batman-like, the show. You know, yeah. it's like... You know, rich white boy comes back to reclaim his it's deal. Batman and, arrow slash iron fist. Yeah. And people don't lo- people are you know, trying to keep him from his money and his, em- and his empire and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I don't know. I like that kind of storytelling, but at the same time, um, there were a lot of boardroom scenes and stuff like that, but I liked, um, I told you already, but, um, the, uh, 
the guy who plays the storyteller in 300, the one with the, um, that gets his eye hurt towards the end. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He plays the dad in Iron Fist. Okay. Um, and he's such a good actor. And if you, if I told you his name, you would, you would, you would love it. So look it up because you'll, you'll know who I'm talking about. Um, but he plays the dad and he does it so well. And it's, it's, I think why I identify with Iron Fist, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is why it is a definitely a father trying to deal with his kids. Honestly. Okay. And, and, um, it's, it's yeah. a trip. It's Colleen Wing. Colleen, yeah. I knew it started with a C. Colleen Wing, yeah. Um, but, uh, Homeboy is dealing with stuff. Um, there's supernatural elements. There's the hand. It's, I, I don't know. I, I love ninjas and I love assassins. I think that's why I liked Iron Fist. So anyway, I'm not going to beat that dead horse. Um, last thing while Will's looking that up, um, Avengers 4 started filming. Very cool. It's about is, time that got started. Yeah. Which is the last piece of news there. So that's all we got, buddy. Bueller. I'm looking it up here. Hang on. Yeah, I'm with you, Sky. I, I honestly, I enjoyed Iron Fist. I don't know how far you are through it, but um, my wife and I didn't stop watching it, so we enjoyed it. Um, and this guy, she stopped watching. No, it's the other guy. Um, she stopped watching Jessica Jones. I think that might have been just you know when we were watching shows, kind of thing, not because of the content. Because I think if we were to go back and watch it, she'd dig it. Um, but Iron Fist is good. I mean, like I said, if you like ninjas, if you like a little intrigue, a little couple twists and turns and stuff, it's good. I like it. Um, but Will is looking up. I'm just going to find the dude. Are you in the Iron Fist lot? Uh, yeah. cast? He's like, he plays, uh, Harold or whatever. Oh, Harold Meacham. Yeah, Meacham. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. After all that. Anyway, so thanks for tuning oh, in. Oh, he Farm here in Lord of the Rings. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay, now I know who he is. Anticlimactic. So thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. So give us the positive ratings and like us and share us and all that. Um, if you want to contribute to the show and... Um, you like what we're doing, help us out. It helps us get to conventions and pay our server fees and stuff like that. Patreon.com slash the usual podcast. If you give us a buck or two an episode, you will get our trailer time every week. Um, you get the show a day, at least a day early, sometimes um, more. Um, you also get blooper reels for the show when I cut out Will talking smack about me. Um, also, if you want to support the show, you can also get our latest t-shirt at teespring.com slash wog. Indeed. And audibletrial.com slash usual podcast is another way to support the show as well. You get a free audio book on us and you, we get 15 bucks and you can choose from pretty much anything, anything in the audible library. So if you want to read a game of Thrones novel, if you want to read a star Wars novel, if you want to read something from Brandon Sanderson, get your money's worth, find something. Um, the, what am I reading right now? Name of the wind series. Oh my God. They're like 40 hours a piece. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm almost, I have 20 something hours left of the second one. I would listen at two times speed, though. You're weird. I am weird. So, weirdness aside, let's get out of here, buddy. Yeah, everybody make sure you guys have a fun this week. Yeah, and we'll see you all next week. We're back on track. Peace. Sweet, dude.